secret art of business? The creative side of our brain and the business side of our brain may seem like two separate entities, but they are actually interconnected and complementary. The creative side of our brain can bring fresh and innovative ideas to the table, while the business side of our brain can turn these ideas into practical and profitable solutions. By tapping into both the creative and business side of our brains, we can find a balance between risk-taking and practicality, leading to more success and fulfillment in both our personal and professional lives. I'm Katherine Lane Klein, entrepreneur and creative person, and in this podcast, we will hear success stories from people that are doing exactly that, and hopefully giving you ideas of how you can too. Welcome everyone to the Secret Art of Business, and today I'm super, super, super excited. I know I say that every time, but I am super excited today to have Cindy Monroe on the podcast. We go we go way back, <laughs> so you're just going to get to kind of listen into our conversation, but we are going to stick with the format because t- your time is important and Cindy's time is important, and we're going to just kind of get through this and have a fun time doing it, I think. So Cindy, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for the invite. I'm so excited to spend this time with you and your listeners. <laughs> um, you have built an amazing business, 31 Gifts, and it... What makes it so great and what I think is going to be so awesome for the, the listeners to hear is that, like many of us, you started in that garage, in that kitchen, at that kitchen table, in that bedroom. So if you could, let's kind of start there and talk about what you did, why you did it, and where you are. Yeah. Thanks, Catherine. So it was 20 years ago and I did. I started, we call it our basement, but you're right. It was around the kitchen table in the bedroom. Uh, We went to um, some little trade shows and um, like fall events to be able to show our products and our new catalog and things like that. So we um, are a company that sells fashion accessories and totes, and we love to personalize them. So it started out with like putting our kids' names on them. My daughter's Alex, it's spelled A-L-Y-X. And she, you know, of course, couldn't have anything with that spelling on there. Um, And so we started out doing tons of embroidery and just having those bags that you can take to the soccer fields or take to hockey or um, just take with you to work. So we have tons of of teachers that are, you know, taking homework back and forth to grade at nighttime and, you know, lunches back and forth and things like that. So we have tons of thermal products. And so we just really wanted to be able to provide those solutions for women on the go. And I'm not sure that I know one woman that is not on the go. (laughs) So we started out with those products. And we, um, you know, I started also doing home parties and then I started sharing that opportunity with other women to be able to also start their own 31 business. And so it really, you know, started with one person saying yes to hosting a party. And that was 20 years ago. And then a second person saying yes to hosting a party for me. And then she ended up joining our company and she started having her own like micro business. And uh, it's been amazing. We have blessed thousands and thousands of women to be able to have their own business and make some extra income through this 31 opportunity. And then all of our customers, Customers get to shop with these amazing women and be able to support kind of their local community and to be able to have the great products that they know that they love and they're proud to carry and um, that they can personalize with their own family names and kids' names and things like that. 
there's so many things that I like about your company, but first of all, I have my own uh, full set, I swear, of your products in my house right now, just that I've collected through the years. Yay. But one of the things I'm going to touch upon is... I don't know if it's the most important, but just always resonates with me is that you get personalized because everybody has gone on vacation and they, there's like that thing with the little license plates and you always look at your mm-hmm. name as a, yes. as a, as a little yes. takeaway and it's never there. It's never there. But so that problem is solved with your business right there. But what I love most, most, most about your business is that you have created opportunities for other women to be entrepreneurs mm-hmm. as well. And especially in situations where if they're making a choice of wanting to spend some time with their kids, they can still feel like that they are, well, actually, I shouldn't say feel like, they can still have a business and raise children and literally kind of have it all. And it, it and and they just can make such a difference for other people too. You know, this, this is their business and it, it you've done this yes. for so many women. It's so fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, I think that the entrepreneurial um, journey gives you that flexibility in life, whether it is with your kids or taking vacations or going and doing your own professional development and things like that. And I know that it can be super expensive to start your whole business from scratch. And so this is a way for women to be able to start without a huge investment up front. And it does let them build those entrepreneurial skills and and um, they learn leadership skills. They learn sell skills. They learn so many professional skills that um, just work ethic, you know, and just their kids seeing their moms with working hard towards something, I think is one of the best things about being an entrepreneur and having your own business and letting your kids watch that come to life in their own home. It really does open a lot of possibilities for them, and they end up having a lot of pride in their mom, too, you know, whether they want to admit it or not, because <laughs> it does come out with, with my daughter every once in a while. You're like, my mom owns a business. She's the president of her own company, you know, and they, they see, they know, and that I, that is one aspect I hadn't thought about, but I love that as well. I have to ask you next, um, because... I know you You could not have done this without having been a creative person, but what did you do as a kid that was fun or exciting or um, creative that you would like to share today? Yeah, Catherine, I love this question, and I do think that it shapes us as adults. So my parents divorced when I was six. And so I kind of just learned to go outside and be creative outside. We Mm -hmm. lived um, near the woods. We like our backyard was in the, the woods and I would go exploring in the woods pretty much every day. I loved, you know, whether it was raking the leaves or whether it was just playing imagination, like in the woods. And like, I absolutely loved playing in the woods and just being outside. And so I would say that that is one of my most creative. The other is I played with Barbies. (laughs) I played with Barbies and dolls all the time. And I think that whenever you have those imaginary people and families, and my Barbie had a very nice car and she had a very nice home and she loved to, you know, be with her family, but she also loved to work because my mom worked and that was an example for me. And so my Barbie 
definitely was a working mom. And she was very successful. And I just love to play. Um, and I will tell you, I felt like that whenever I was like in fourth or fifth grade, I was getting too old to play with Barbie. So I would put them away. And then sure enough, weeks later, I would go pull them back out because I just loved that interactive, you know, playtime with my imagination and the Barbies and things like that. So I would say that those are my two things, two areas. Yes, I played uh, softball, but there again, that was outdoors. Um, but yeah, I would say that my two favorite things were just playing in the woods and playing with my Barbies. I also love both of those things, by the way. And uh, I love that really? Barbie is getting a little bit of a resurgence because she definitely did not get as much credit as she should have in many regards. I mean, a lot of people wanted to talk yeah. about, you know, well, she's not, you know, anatomically correct or whatever, or, right. you know, the myriad of things that people did not like about Barbie. But ultimately, I thought Barbie really showed young girls that they could have career choices. And it wasn't just a matter of four yes. different careers. It was really anything. And that whole yes. opening the world up a possibility was such a magical thing that I... I I always love it when I hear people did that as well. Cause I mean, my Barbie did not raise kids and she was not a nurse. She was a career woman and she had, you know, I think she had the, uh, the beach bus and she also had, I think we got a dream house from a rummage sale or something. I know, but there's no way my parents would have bought this, but yet I know I had one and it, it, it was all that. It's like, it was just possibilities. Those are things that I would have never thought about as a kid of actually having my own house and my own car. And yeah, it was, very much of a game changer. So I love that you brought, brought her into the conversation. <laughs> yes. No, I, I think, know. you know, my, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go. Ahead. I was, was going to say my dream house had the elevator and it was Barbie's house. It was not Ken's house. And exactly. I think that even that made it okay for me to be able to, you know, be the breadwinner of our family. And I didn't mm-hmm. struggle with that a lot. And a lot of women can struggle with that. I just recently had someone ask me that question. And um, I I really do feel like that because it was Barbie's dream house and, you know, Barbie's car. It was just something that was never a big deal for me whenever I started 31 and 31 became successful. And I love and honor and respect Scott in so many ways. And he honors and respects that, you know, I started 31 and that I'm the breadwinner. And I don't know that, you know, without that Barbie playtime, if that, if I would have been as okay with that. I, I think that's a very valuable statement, and both you and I, I believe, hit the jackpot when it comes to husbands for the most part because yes, they have we did. had zero issue with us just getting doing our doing the best that we possibly can and not being a head of a very we can't stop sort of personalities like well let's let's just grow this thing and they're like what can I do to help? You know, I, I would yes. get out of your way and I will make dinner if that's what it takes, or I will do the laundry and. You just you just go out and, and shine and you know not everybody is so lucky, but I will yes. I will say that yeah. you have one of those and and you know find out if you may and you may not even know it. Um, it, it it is so valuable when you're a woman trying to grow a business is to have that person right behind you that is just it's like I got you you know you just do it I'm, I I will be here and support you it's it's a magical thing for sure. Yes, it is. 
And I know too that you, and you had, you had to be a little crafty as well when you were growing up because you literally made things to start your business. (laughs) Yes. So I actually did make some of my Barbie's clothes. So my grandmother um, had a sewing machine. My mom had a sewing machine and I actually took a sewing class in high school. Um, Even like my grandmother would help me with sewing some of Barbie's clothes when I was younger, but I actually went and officially took a class in high school and I did, I loved sewing. So I would sew with um, whether it was my Halloween costumes or different things. And then whenever um, I do love like scrapbooking and things. So once I started having kids, oh my goodness, my kids have all the scrapbooks for like, I don't know, maybe till they're four. And then, you know, the business started happening and the scrapbooking stopped, but I definitely love being crafty. Um, But I would say that, you know, that kind of took a back seat whenever uh, I started the business and started really using my creative mind around the business. And I do think that that creativity is super important when you're starting a business because you have to adjust things. Like you have to be creative about what your customers want from you. You can't just go down the road and say, this is the only thing I'm going to do. And, um, they either like it or they don't like it. That's not going to work and be successful in business. So you have to be creative. You have to pay attention. In my world, I have to pay attention to new trends. I have to pay attention to who's my audience that I'm actually serving and what are the bags? What are the uh, things that she's doing on the go that she needs support with? And so, yes, I think just that, you know, all of that creativity definitely has helped me in business to be creative, to support the products that my customers are looking for. And then even recently to be creative whenever we had to go through this darn pandemic, you know, and being creative around our employees and being creative around the solutions and things that we're going to, you know, offer, um, you know, with the kind of hybrid and flexibility and things like that. So I will say that creativity has definitely served me well in business. What is the one item that ended up being a real surprise of a bestseller for you or a hot seller? Was there one thing that you're like, I didn't think people needed this and yet there it is. Yeah. So Our number one seller is our large utility tote. And honestly, Catherine, it is the most basic product that we have. It has no pockets. It has no zippers. It is literally a rectangle bag, (laughs) but it holds so much. I mean, guys love it because they can carry like tons of groceries. You know, I don't like to carry 15 bags of groceries at once, but... Yeah, but guys love it for that reason, you know? Um, I love it if I'm going to be going to the beach. I mean, it just works for everything, but it is the most basic bag or product that we actually have. And we've sold like over 16 million of them. It's insane. I love it. I just I just want a giant bag. That's what it is. But that so is great. what it is. You know, since you uh, can sew with things like that, did you or do you still create your own prototypes? So I have in the past. I do not today. I will tell you, uh, we've been known to... um, We definitely have someone that kind of helps us with all of our tech packs and things like that. And so 
Jamie and I would go back and forth on little sewing techniques and things like that. Most of the time, Jamie would take it home and sew it on her own sewing machine. Um, But yeah, in the early days, I definitely kind of played around with it a little bit. And then um, my cousin actually helped me with monogramming for the first um, kind of product that we had. She actually made the purse um, with all the panels and the monogramming was hidden inside. Today, you can see the back of the monogramming on our um, totes. But yeah, whenever you make the purse from scratch, you can actually hide, tuck that monogram inside the lining of the bag. And so that was one of our first items that we monogrammed. And um, so my cousin actually helped me make that purse. That's really awesome. And monogramming is so popular, I'm going to say. Yes. It is. I, it continues to be popular. I think that it's not the same like three initials it was a while back. Some people definitely still do their three initials, but um, I think that a lot of times we do more last names or we'll do kids' names, um, even single initials like on your um, beach totes and things like that. Uh, some people do numbers for their sports, um, numbers for their kids. So yes, I mean, we actually do quite a bit and we have some icons too. So, you know, we have a soccer ball or we have a football. And so we have, those are fun things to be able to add on as well, just to add some personality to your product. Absolutely. And it, what a great way to organize all your kids stuff. It's like, okay, this is your tote. Right. (laughs) All your stuff goes in here. Versus, you know, which yes. bag is it in today? I don't even know. Um, it, goes, it speaks a lot to that fast-paced mom or dad on the go, just to keep kind of things organized. I, I, I love it. And I love it, too, because I love things monogrammed. I don't know. That's maybe because I come from a large family, and it was mm. my stuff. <laughs> this is my right. bag and my No stuff. hand-me-downs so when it's got your it, name on it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It was brand new, and it was all mine. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Um, all right. So I, I know also that you also do a lot of things for fun. So the, the great thing about being an entrepreneur is that you can control your time a little bit. And I know you and I both believe that you do need to step away sometimes in order to be your best at your business. So what do you do when you step away? What sort of fun thing or creative thing are you doing right now that you get to enjoy and when it kind of resets you to get work, go back and work on the business? Yeah. So I would say it is usually still outside, but mm-hmm. we have really fun, um, little expensive hobbies outside now. And uh, that's been such a blessing, but we love to ski and mm-hmm. my husband and kids snowboard. So we, I just love being outside and skiing. And then we do a lot of boating. And so we actually take our boat. We live in Florida and we take our boat up the East Coast oh. and it is fascinating to just see all the cultures and the different communities. They all have different dialects, even like going up South Carolina and into North Carolina, like you'll hear like 10 different Southern accents and it is so amazing and fun. And just the food, oh my goodness, all the food just changes as you go up the East Coast. So I would say that that is one thing that we're empty nesters now, which is hard to believe, but, um, so Scott and I just love to be able to kind of bow and um, be able to be outside whenever we can. I love that because while children are absolutely amazing, when you get to kind of come back and spend time with that person that you started it all with, what yes. a great gift that is. And you're doing it with something that you love doing too, which is so cool too. Yes. 
And how did you get into boating? Oh my goodness. So it was really whenever we were, we started out in Tennessee and we had a little pontoon boat. And whenever we moved up to Columbus, Ohio with the business, we're like, we really want to be on the water. So we went up to Lake Erie and Lake Erie has such a short season. It's such a sweet season, but it was really, really short. And so we were like, oh, well, maybe we'll try Florida. So whenever we um, kind of moved the boat from Lake Erie down to Florida, and then we would just kind of come on the weekend some. And then once we ended up, um, the kids, you know, finished high school and everything, we made Florida our permanent residence. And um, we just kept boating. We just love it. I mean, we love the wind. We love the water. It's it's an adventure for sure. There's always something wrong with a boat, <laughs> but it is um, still so much fun. And I would, I'm so thankful and blessed to have Scott that is so mechanical because he can like fix all those little things that go wrong with boating. Yes. It's kind of like, yeah, it's like an RV. There's just always something <laughs> that goes wrong with it, but he's so good at being able to just fix it. I love it. And I remember, and I'm sure you probably don't even remember this. There was one time a long time ago where you did invite me to come on the boat with you. And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't think I can do that because I don't uh, like deep water at all. <laughs> so I said that I probably all the blood drained up my face. <laughs> but I love oh it. Oh my goodness. It. I, think, I think it's beautiful. And I really do wish I did not have that phobia. I think it's so cool. And what's so funny is my, my daughter is in crew now. So now I'm forced to be on the docks in here. Yes. And I hold my breath every time she's out there. But yeah, I mean, she loves it. So I totally get it. I, I think it, it is a really, really beautiful sport. And what a great way to see the country too at a nice leisurely pace. It's yeah, it, I'm slightly jealous of that, but you get to do that. And I'll tell you, it's been really fun for even our marriage because whenever we are boating, Scott is the captain and I'm the first mate, you know? And so it's a little bit reversed whenever, you know, we're leading 31 and, you know, I'm CEO and he's playing that support. So it's kind of like, um, it's been really good and we know our roles and we understand, I mean, we both have roles that we have to lead in. And, um, so it's a great way for us to kind of have worked together and for him to be in that leadership kind of captain seat has been super fun. And for me to not feel like I've got to make all the decisions and things like that. So I will tell you that even if it's not boating, you know, find activities to where you're not always the one in charge that and learn that role of being that support, that first mate, that, you know, second mate, whatever it is. And um, I really do think that that is um, such a learning opportunity for all of us that are, you know, those those CEOs or those leaders in our business uh, to, you know, be able to have those hobbies where you don't have to be the decision maker all the time. Yeah. Yeah. My equivalent of that is on a much smaller scale. And that when we go on road trips or whatever, um, my husband will drive and I could not be happier that I don't have to think about anything. I was like, I'm going to sit here on the passenger side and just, you know, sort things. I'll sort the snacks and I'll open your drinks and I will (laughs) do all of that. Yeah. drive that would be so awesome right now because like you said it, it you don't have to think and yeah. that goes back to like always re-engaging in something that is not thinking about your business because mm-hmm. when taking that break 
you come in with such fresh eyes and such new ideas that, yes. you know, having people to help you do that or you know, you're just initiating yourself to just say, I, I have to step away, even if it's for a walk. But, you know, we talked about, you said just kind of in passing, which I don't even care that your hobbies are expensive. But even, I mean, anything that you do to do that, it's taking a walk. It's, you know, spending some time in yes. nature, going back to the woods, like you were talking about, just walking around the woods and um, very, very simple things make such a huge difference, such a huge difference. Yeah, for sure. And we do that on our daily basis. We love to go on our walks or hikes or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. anything outside. And and we ride bikes together, you know. And so, yes, definitely there are all kinds of ways that you can, you know, find time to be creative, to be outside. The other thing is I have adult coloring books and I do like word finds. And so I have all these little word finds that I'll just sit and a lot of them will be like very motivational or their scriptures and things like that. And I'll just sit there and spend time finding words that, you know, create this beautiful little encouraging phrase or to just sit there and color. And so I do think that even those things help me just to take my mind and rest it for a minute and just to be still and to give it myself permission to just, you know, relax and to refuel and to be creative and to see the colors. And um, so, yes, there's tons of other little things I do for sure on just a daily basis. Absolutely. Well, this was probably one of the fastest podcasts ever because I have just enjoyed not only seeing your face, but talking to you. Uh, So, Cindy, thank you so much for doing this. I I think you are definitely a great example of a woman business owner that basically started from nothing and not only created a great business, but the fact that you're helping so many other people says so much about you and your personality and just how much you care about others. So thank you for all that you've given to women and business and all of that. And men too. I'm sure there's men that are in there too. Um, but it, it's you, you're, you're just so wonderful to do this. And I appreciate your message. And thank you again for being here. Thanks, Catherine, so much. Great to see you. Great to see you too. Don't hang up yet. Thank you for listening to the podcast. The Secret Art of Business is supported by Portfolio Creative. Portfolio Creative is a recruiting and staffing company specializing in finding marketing talent. Go to PortfolioCreative.com to get started in finding your next marketing person or your next job. We are experts. We are creative. We are good humans. Please subscribe or follow this podcast to get the latest episodes. And let me know if there's someone you think of that would be a great guest on the show. Here we can build a community that believes creativity and drive can work together.